Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hagan. I'm working at- an Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on the Chuck and Julie Show. Good afternoon, everybody. Chuck Bonnell, Julie Hayden, the Chuck and Julie Grassroots Show, True Straight Up, brought to you by... <laughs> the show brought to you by Mountain West Wellness, Advanced Acupuncture and Chinese Medicine, and HappyTrees.co. Hey, first, want to thank Mark Poff for filling in for us on Monday. Thomas was just filling us in, saying he had a great show. He, he always does a great job. And wanted to let you know it was well worth it, because Rev had a golf tournament on that Monday and another one yesterday, and he and his partner, Cam, won both tournaments. Yay. So hooray, hooray for them. Um, when we have more golf tournaments, but not for a while. Um, uh, no guests today, so I want to let everybody know. Feel free to put your comments up there in the if you're listening to us on Zoom in the chat, um, or if you want to unmute yourself and go ahead and comment that too. Or call in. I'll call in at 888-627-6008. That's 888-627-6008. Why don't start out talking about um, I know this is gonna shock you guys, yet another DOJ lie that the corporate media was very happy to parrot. We're talking about CNN the other day, breathlessly, I guess yesterday, actually, breathlessly played the tape of a meeting with Trump. Or he was, I think he was meeting with somebody who was- um, I two campaign workers. Yeah, campaign workers. And they were writing, I think Meadows was writing a book. They were, anyway, it was a somewhat innocuous meeting, non-political meeting. And you've heard it where he's talking about um, what an idiot Mark Milley was for wanting to invade or start a war with Iran. Mm-hmm. And Trump was like, no, idiot. That's an idiotic idea. Um, and he talked about that there were some classified documents. Now they released the tape. They've been setting us up. First, they told us that Trump was talking about, yeah, he had classified documents. He's referencing classified documents, right. right? Then, so we all knew, then they released the tape. Now, I believe that was planned. That was a two-stage thing, right? right? right. So all the media are breathlessly trying to get their hands on the tape. So then the DOJ, in spite of the gag order, in spite of the fact that the judge told Trump he can't talk about anything right, related right. to it, <clears throat> right? The DOJ leaks evidence that was well, from the well, it gets interesting. They leak evidence ostensibly tied to the case, except as it turns out, as people are now reporting, even CBS forced to report Jack um, Pobosik, if I say his name right, he reported this back on June 10th, that there, ne- there never were any documents found that would be anything like the documents Trump was talking about. They didn't find any memo from Millie talking about war plans for Iran. They never found any of those. Um, and that, that that they didn't exist, um, and that the DOJ was sort of bluffing on this. Well, now even CBS is apparently saying that that's true, okay, that there is not. And then, so basically, without the classified documents, CBS went on to further say this whole Iran memo isn't even part of the case. They don't even bring it up. The prosecutors don't even actually bring it up in the in the charging document. So basically, this leaked audio tape and the leaked information that everybody is breathlessly saying proves that Trump is dangerous and is guilty isn't even part 
of the case, which begs the question, why did they release it? But we'll get back to that later. But this is something that Trump was insisting. You had Brett Baer, oh, shocker, fell hook, line, and sinker for this. He goes, why were you holding on to such dangerous information? And Trump kept saying, I wasn't. I I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Um, So if we could please play Thomas the Trump number one soundbite, where he explains what he was actually talking about. I said, no, no. I said, I couldn't do that. That wasn't a document, Brett. There was no document. That was a massive amount of papers and everything else talking about Iran and other things. And it may have been held up or may not, but that was not a document. I didn't have a document per se. There was nothing to declassify. These were newspaper stories, magazine stories, and articles. I'm just saying with the indictment. Yeah, I'm just saying with the indictment. Why, Brett? That's a lie. The indictment doesn't say that at all. The indictment says zero, which actually, coincidentally, if you had read the indictment, you know, before you said it really. It's long. Well, yeah, I got it. Brett's a big guy. But he says, but he says he. He knows it because it's in there. And, so right. and it's not in there, right? I mean, it, so hello. Um, so he was, what what a sloppy journalism, and I use the word loosely there. And then Trump kind of reiterated that again, saying, they kept saying, but he's flashing around this, well, it, and they, they didn't even say it was classified. They said it related to national defense, right? right. And it was a document relating to national defense. But again, there was no such document, um, at least not that the, at that meeting or anywhere else. And Trump repeats that again. So if we could please play the Trump number two. I said it very clearly. I had a whole desk full of lots of papers and mostly newspaper articles, copies of magazines, copies of different plans, copies of stories having to do with many, many subjects. And what was said was absolutely fine and very, very perfectly. We did nothing wrong. This is a whole hoax. This is just like the Russia, Russia, Russia deal. That's exactly what it is. What you say, it's another DOJ lie where they lie about stuff and then they put it out there and the breathless media. Well, I mean- you wonder whether Trump's team files, you know, motions to censure Jack Smith and the DOJ or not. I mean, it's just ridiculous that they can go out there and put out false documents. Um, well, now, of course, well, Jack Smith would say, I didn't put it out. I don't oh, know who put it out. Bob I, did, yeah. yeah, Bill did or somebody else did. So, but again, to clarify, to go back, because you aren't going to see this in very many places. I mean, CBS, I'll give them that, that Catherine Harridge did report it. So they're making a big deal, CNN, which hasn't backtracked it, by the way. CNN hasn't said, oh, you know what? We read the indictment mm-hmm. and the indictment actually doesn't mention anything about Iran documents. Oh, we should have caught that in the first place, right? The reason it doesn't mention anything is because there were no Iran documents. Um, and even Trump is saying, I wasn't even talking about those documents. I was, we were sitting there and I had a whole bunch of newspaper clippings and articles and stuff like that. And he said, I was talking about if there were documents, I could have declassified them when I was president, but can't now. But he's like, I wasn't showing them to anyone. Um, Maybe Joe says the uh, Democrats just make stuff up to uh, report to avoid the real issues. Well, exactly, exactly. And so then you might ask yourself, well, why are they doing it? And I think it's your basic lawfare, right? In lawfare, what they do is they come up with, okay, we want Trump in jail. So let's just kind of walk it back. So that's the end. Not let's investigate, see if there's any evidence to prosecute Trump and see what the just sentence would be. No, that's silly. That's the old fashioned way of law and order in America. The new way is to look at people you don't like or who are your political opponents and say, okay, the goal is to put this person behind bars. What do we need to do to do that? And then if somebody says, well, we don't even really have any actual evidence, you can still say, well, it's okay. We don't. Well, you got to remember the old saying, there are no rules in love and war. And that's true. Um, And there are no rules in lawfare, (laughs) uh, lawfare, uh, because that's a form of war as they view it. 
Right, exactly. And, and it is a form of war. That's what they call it. You're right. That's why they call it lawfare. Um, and so they do that because they know their case isn't any good. Now, not that that necessarily makes a difference because we have corrupt judges, but they know their case isn't any good. And they just want to get this narrative out there and let people think that everything is bad. So if we could please play the Alina Hava soundbite. This is one of the Trump spokespersons and she was on Fox explaining this. If you could play the Alina soundbite. And I and, and by the way, all we know is that in the indictment itself, there was no Iran documents named as part of it. Just want the American public to realize that that document that they claim he had was not part of the indictment. This is desperate times and desperate measures by people Have that they are losing. Have what, they the docu- what document are they talking? They, that's what they're saying it was, but that was not part of the indictment. It doesn't make sense because it, it's a lie. It's a ruse. They are just trying to distract the American people. That's the name of the game right now in America. It's sad. America needs a fair opportunity to see all facts and have a fair justice system. And that's what I know the president wants to bring back to this country. We haven't seen it since 2020 when he left. But hopefully we'll see it again in 2024 when he wins. Now, and there again is another moronic reporter doing this interview about this extremely important subject who goes, well, now, what are they talking about? And then once again, she's like, it's not mentioned in the indictment. So clearly he hadn't read the indictment either. Right. No, none of these are people who are questioning. I mean, do you think if you're going well, to you have to go back to the recording? I'm sure I didn't put it up, but he, he pretend he seemed to indicate that there were documents somewhere um, except he couldn't declassify him now, but he wasn't holding those up. He was just talking about the story. Right, right. It, well, exactly. But they. But the thing is, is, so the DOJ, and I guess it doesn't technically violate the gag order, does it? Because they could say, well, it's not in the indictment. So, but, but again, just because you aren't going to hear this, all you're going to hear is them referencing the audio tape. They're going to say, Donald Trump, it's a smoking gun. He's going down with this. And then it's like, oh, wait a minute. This whole conversation, even that's just say, even if he had the documents and even if he was waving the documents around, it's not mentioned in the indictment. It's not part of the indictment. Now, the reason it's not part of the indictment, I'm sure, is because there were no documents, right? It's exactly what Trump said. And if you're Trump's team, I'm sure you're them going through, wait, now what? What are they talking about? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, they're lying again. Oh, the DOJ, Jeff Smith, they're just number one, leaking it, which would be a felony. And they're lying about it. So you just, you got to understand when they play this soundbite. And it's I think- It's not a felony to leak it as a violation of court orders, but not a felony. Not a felony. Okay. 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 You're right. I guess contempt of court or something like that. Okay. What should be a felony when the DOJ does it. (laughs) Um, But again, keep in mind. So, and you can see them playing it. The way they did this is sort of typical, kind of like when the Wall Street Journal first kind of, or not the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post kind of came out with DNC server hacked, right? They need to kind of loosely put it out there. Then they start filling in the same usual suspects in the media, filling in the blanks. So here they start leaking like Trump had these, he was talking about these Iranian documents, highly sensitive, very, very secretive, even though what he was really talking about was Millie's idiotic plan to invade Iran. So, I mean, so it's a plan that was, even if it was there, never went anywhere, nor is anyone planning to evade Iran now. Why in the world did Trump have Millie? Well, well, okay, that's a different subject, but... Not really. But I think, though... It's just important to realize. So they kind of leak the fact that this exists, right? Then on the same day that, you know, we're hearing about, well, the same time period, we're hearing about 
audio tapes of Joe Biden, right? right? Hunter Biden is pleading guilty. All of a sudden now um, we now we get the leaked tapes where Trump, but it's leaked, not in context. And I think, again, I think Trump and his team, you could see Donald Trump is like, no, Brett, no, there wasn't any documents. There was all these newspaper clippings. And I was just going to, you Brett know. Brett didn't believe me. Either. No, Brett didn't believe him. And again, and so then CBC or CBS is like. CBC. C- yeah, CDC. CBS was like, yeah, actually, number one, it wasn't in the charging documents anyway. And number two, there yeah, there, there, it doesn't apparently, as far as we know, doesn't even exist, at least not that was anything that was found in Donald Trump's house. So that's just something to keep in mind. And it's, it's a tactic they're using and to, to just sort of. It's just one of, of yes. and we'll go into a couple other ones um, about, about how the deep state really works yeah. incredibly effectively. Well, go ahead. Well, okay. <laughs> so we've all heard about the IRS uh, whistleblowers who talk about a meeting they had in October of last year in which um, Weiss, the U.S. attorney appointed by Trump back, saying, I don't really have the charging decisions. Those are other people get to do it. And then they also revealed that Lisey Wolf, his assistant U.S. attorney, stopped them from acquiring about who is who is the big guy and all series of, of incredible election interference or prosecution interference uh, ones. And so everybody's saying, well, we're going to, we're going to uh, impeach Merrick Garland, who deserves to be impeached for lots of reasons. But all those actions actually occurred under Bill Barr while Trump was president. And here's how it works. You start out uh, with an allegation of Hunter Biden, and the IRS finds it. And then it's it's uh, given off to a U.S. attorney for Delaware, who's a Trump appointee, except he is a moderate Republican and hates Trump. Um, And then he has it. Now, while that's going on, Bill Barr can say, I didn't want to interfere at all. I just gave it to the competent jurisdiction. And then Weiss gets to go, gee, I gave it to Lisa. And I didn't want to interfere with her good work. Um, And then then they have him write a letter uh, saying, yeah, I had full authority to do everything I wanted about Weiss um, while telling the the IRS people he had no authority. And so all these people, when you appoint somebody, like when they appointed Sessions, okay, we got to get rid of him. So they say, oh, you're conflicted because you saw Kislyak for a day or something or a half hour. Uh, He steps down and gives it to uh, Rod Rosenstein, who's, who's mad at Trump because Trump blame the firing of of uh, the FBI official on him. Uh, and so he just hands off. And so basically the Justice Department is being run by what? By by the special counsel um, and Andrew Weissman. Uh, and that continues on until they give their pathetic report. All the time, you have to understand, no one has to say anything to anybody. You just raise a controversy, let the underlings do it, and don't interfere because we know they're all going to be deep staters and they will bury whatever there needs to be buried about Weiss, I mean, about Biden. And that's how it works. It's just make a controversial, force the higher up to say, I'll, uh, you know, I don't touch it. Uh, and then the underlings 
uh, do the work of the deep state. But, and here, it, it, what's and this is right. And Chuck and I are in a little bit of disagreement on this, so we can see what you guys think. So what happened in this case is, and this is what gives me hope, is you had whistleblowers come forward who said, I mean, it's it's appalling that you would have this this Lisa Wolf, who was one of the U.S. attorneys on it, right? Okay, so she's one of the the prosecutors on the case. They have evidence they want to go search Hunter Biden's house. The IRS does. The IRS does, which makes sense, right? You're looking for documents, tax documents. Remember how they searched Trump's house? Um, but anyway, that was different. Um, so they want to search it. And she's sort of like, well, they wanted to ask him questions about, they wanted to flat out say, well, who's the big guy? And she's like, no, we can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. So there was direct interference there, right? So, so they had gotten down to the underling level where you had underlings kind of starting to ask questions. They hadn't right. got the, these underlings who are actually pretty high up in the IRS, hadn't got the official memo. They, They're not high up in the IRS. So they're senior officials, not high up. Well, they weren't interns, I guess is what I no, mean. No, no, no. They're 14 or 15 year right. agents. But, but, so, but they hadn't gotten the memo about how they're supposed to be corrupt. They thought mistakenly, foolishly, yeah. they were just going to investigate a tax situation, right? Um, which they thought seemed to be felonious. So, so she says, no, we're not going to ask about the big guy. They're like, well, that seems like an obvious question. They're like, don't go there. Not going to go there. Um, and so then they're like, well, we have the search warrant. And she goes, well, don't, you can't execute it yet. They're like, why not? And she basically says, because I have to call Hunter Biden's attorney and let him know, which of course then she does. And so and then another one where they want to interview about 12 people and it came down, they could interview one for a short interview. I mean, it, it was leaking. Kind of like the Hillary Clinton, right? Where they yeah. can interview, they can interview Hillary Clinton. But well, so here's though where Chuck and I differ. I see. So the the deep state to exist at this level where no one has to write memos or emails or give no one has to communicate at all. No, because they all know what they're supposed to do. But the more it gets exposed and the more and this is where Congress has to act, the more. Oh, yeah. Well, I know. But the, the more you can hold people like the bottom level under like Lisa Wolf accountable. Right. Then the harder it gets for them to continue this winky, winky, you don't have to communicate. So if you then have if like if they could prosecute or do something to Lisa Wolf, the next time she's supposed to throw the investigation away from the Bidens, she might just say, you know, I need that in writing. You know, I need well, that's I, assume somebody has to communicate that to her. They don't have to communicate to her. Well, what did she just say? But next time she might say no, I guess is what I'm saying. No, next who? Time, there's nobody to say no to. Well, next time she might just let him say, well, you can go ahead and execute the search warrant. Oh, well, that's like Klein Smith. Klein right. Smith is an attorney for the FBI and he fraudulently changes the entire meaning of a document saying he is an agent of the CIA and he's not an agent. And right. so he changes it. He's not. What happens to him? I mean, he was he he's was a, the most punished he, person. He's practicing law happily well, in Washington D.C. and a hero. It's a little bit of hope, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, shining sunlight on everything is always good. And here's from um, from Jim: start prosecuting the one closest to the cases and offer immunity to get up the chain to the top. Yeah, and I there's think- no chain. That's what people don't get. There's no chain. Nobody has to do anything. I know, uh, but my point is, Lisa Wolf doesn't have to say because I'm sure. Weiss didn't tell her, hey, kill this thing. Uh, and Weiss uh, did not tell um, uh, who it would have been. I guess it would have been the attorney general. No, no, he didn't, have, he didn't have to tell the attorney general. Garland? Garland. Gee, you didn't give me authority. I mean, there's no one has to. There's no way to go up the chain because everything well, is independent. And in, even better is if now that you have whistleblowers, even better, and this is a this is a hope um, that you have people actually start doing their job. No, I mean, it's not going to happen. 
months. I, I think it could. I think it could happen. I know. <laughs> well, that's our only hope, really, is that you get somewhere along the line. Elisa Monaco says, you know, and I guess you're right, which is why we maybe need to completely clean house. Yes. You, you need to get people in you there. You need to redo the whole, not just the top couple of people. You've got to make it so you no longer hire from Ivy League schools right. with, with all woke attorneys and stuff. You got to figure out how to get people who really are unbiased. That's right. And Jim says at least put someone in jail. You know, and here's what I say too, Jim. Why are like red state prosecutors not doing that, right? Why are prosecutors and I mean, I don't know, like you said, find something, Hunter Biden flew over, you know, whatever state on his way to commit, you know, sex trafficking um, and drug dealing. So let's go ahead and just prosecute him. I mean, we need to, and you're right, because they don't worry about, you know, the facts or evidence to throw people in jail. Look at January 6th, right? Well, here's here's the thing. Look at now saying, McCarthy said, okay, we're, we will consider um, impeaching uh, Garland. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first we have to talk to him and find out what he has to say. When is the... Uh, Time that he's going to appear before him? Like September. Oh. <laughs> so June, July, Alex August, September. Soon. He's going to be busy. Well, no, I, well, exactly. And I think what happens is, it is, as you said, McCarthy is part of the deep state too, right? Yes. It goes back to these guys all know, Bill Barr knows, no one's going to ever actually ask him all the Maybe Jim Jordan. Nobody says all this corruption occurred during your reign. Right. The entire thing. And he can say, I just didn't want to be political. I trusted the U.S. attorney. The U.S. attorney said, you know, I trusted my assistant U.S. attorney. And she kind of go, I just did what I thought was right. Yeah. I mean, that's how they all, you know, no one's going to jail. No one's being punished. Including Hunter Biden. <laughs> I mean, if, you know, well, the worst thing that can happen to you is maybe you get a contract with CNN or you're appointed to a unit for ethics. Right. Yeah. Like, Fauci. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have Fauci. Uh, he's he got just a new, got appointed to someplace. Yeah. Yeah. They're always appointing. 82-year-old professors. Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. Be 82 and try to get a job at a, a university. <laughs> well, so that anyway is, and I think you're right, that it, it all ties in. Yeah. And, and they all knew that, and these whistleblowers are throwing a wrench into the whole thing, which, of course, made them immediately move them off the case. But but I, I do think, though, it, it can't hurt, at the very least, to expose the sunshine. I want to move on to something else. To the talk pro- about- well, the, the oh, trouble is, Sunshine to who, which is really our next subject. Right. Oh, exposing this, I promise you, assuming you have any liberal friends left, they know nothing about this. Right. Nothing. And the whole Russia hoax, the whole Russia hoax, you talk to your liberal friends, they have no idea what you're talking they about. They still think, no. they think that, they think that Donald Trump and Russia colluded and yes. hacked the DNC. Yep. They have no idea that all of that has been completely proven a lie that was made up by the Clinton they campaign. They still think that the Hunter Biden laptop is was hoax. Russian disinformation. Right. They still believe that. Right. You right. can just go down all the list of things that you know to be true, which hurt Biden and helped Trump, and it's not reported on any of these, not ABC, NBC, and CBS, the Times- Colorado, uh, public radio, um, public television. I mean, none of them. No. Well, and even the Washington Times and the New York Post will kind of skew it depending because they bit. hate trump too they, hate like trump they too. want because phil anschutz wants wants ron DeSantis. well and that's what we're going to talk about here too a little bit is um there's an interesting column in real clear politics about the state of the he called them legacy media i'm not going to call them legacy because that didn't uh, left-wing corporate media yeah left-wing corporate media it, there really is any more um I, I almost like two worlds that we live in in this country yes, and i think there's i think you got to 
third, it's not really a silo, but and I think a huge group of people that actually wisely don't trust the media, uh, but they just have decided not to pay attention, which I think is dangerous. I think we have to be paying attention. But I think you're absolutely right. I think if you were to ask a liberal friend, and I have some on Facebook, right? And they still put up stuff about, you know, the Hunter Biden laptop, you know, being misinformation and Trump lies. Well, James Clapper says, I've never seen anything that disavows, proves that it wasn't Russian, which is mean, of course, you never will because you're trying to prove a negative. Nobody but, pushes back on him. No, no. Everybody's oh, yeah, okay, James. You know, so, you're so telling just, the truth. They just lie. And the thing is, they know they lie. And I think on the left, the, the end justifies the means. So they don't care that they lie, right? They, well, everybody's been lying for so long that lying doesn't matter anymore. I mean, right. you get people from, from Rishi Sunak uh, telling everybody, you know, he goes on the uh, British television to tell everybody that he's cutting down all the immigration to Britain. Well, he's doing none of it. He doesn't care. He's lying. Yeah. Or, or he says, we cut it down 10%, which is woo woo, you know, a slight variation for a day. I mean, the, everybody, uh, you know, when, when, when Zelensky goes on, oh, canceling the last, he says, that's what you do during wars. You cancel. Well, election. that, but we'll get to that in a After second. War is over and we win. We'll have an election. Sure. We will. In another war. So this is from Sandra. When, when, when one is a, when is a politician supposed to be making $175,000 a year, which I think is too much. She says is actually a millionaire. Something is askew. We need to look into their finances and see where the hell that extra money is coming from. And if the politicians are selling out this country, well, I think they are. One of the ways they do that, Sandra is speaking fees, right? I mean, that's one way you can launder. Yes. money you know what i mean they're good enough they do tons of insider trading right exactly and then i agree from jim i agree chuck it has to be cleaned out maybe we could get progosian yeah yeah <laughs> he's not doing anything these yeah, days we could, we could get a recruitment drive over for the ukrainians yes it is tricky though in this thing and age because the and you're absolutely right you i don't even know how you talk to people well, who still think that who still think that the vaccines worked yeah. Right. Who still think that yeah. you should be wearing a mask because you could because I could give them COVID because I didn't have the vaccine. It's like, well, uh, what's her name? Lauren Taylor Lorenz, Washington yeah. Post communications reporter. Uh, she has a wonderful thing. We should bring that on for for uh, Party Friday, Party Friday, which is I cannot believe, uh, you know, they made me remove my mask uh, before entering the plane. The said, TSA. Yeah, the TSA, TSA checkpoint. And, uh, you know, how dare they? Expose me to all this, and then all pictures of her partying up with well, them. Yeah, some of those people are just hypocritical, but I think well, you you are right. I mean, when the the corporate corrupt media doesn't cover both sides, and now maybe maybe we wouldn't cover both sides, but we have to. When you're the side that's under attack constantly, you're obviously aware of the attack, and then you have to refute it. So you are at least aware that there's another side that's that's wrong, right? Um, from Sandra, politicians work for us, hence we should be able to look at their financial statements no, they wouldn't lie about it would they? yeah yeah well like, I, mean, I mean they figured out how hunter um right he managed to get money without having to report the taxes so he would get money from a chinese corporation and then he'd give it to no he'd get money from a ukraine corporation um and then give it to the chinese corporation so he never was involved and the Chinese people would loan him five million dollars back. Right. And, and then, I didn't get any income. I just got his, a loan. Give it to his children. Yeah. Well well yeah the Bidens have set a whole new standard, right? I think there was a time, as you said before, where if you were a politician, you knew the payout came after, you know, well, after there is no after for, for well yeah. And but but now the Bidens are like the, you know, they're like, oh no, we've been bribing people from the very beginning. It's so much cheaper. You have money in your pocket. But want to switch then to a, a yet another sort of corporate media story that you, they're not playing up. They've been telling us for 
forever that we have to fight the war in Ukraine for democracy. Yes. That, that Zelensky is the poster child for democracy. If there's no democracy in Ukraine, there's no democracy in Colorado. In Colorado or America or any place else like that. Um, except for the fact that Zelensky just canceled all of the elections, which I think is kind of for funny next year. for next. Well, yeah, we were supposed to be. I looked this up. So there was supposed to be an election a certain period of time after his election. Right. And that would have been in March of 2024. Now, how does he know the war won't be over in March? Of well, he says if it is, you know, we'll have an election. We'll have an if election. We win. If we win. Yeah. That would so be a fair, so free and fair election. Right now, you know that the Ukrainian thing is at least going to be going on through March. Of 2024, right? Because it'll never end. yeah, it'll never end. But Tucker Carlson hilariously points this out. If we could please play the uh, Tucker number one soundbite. Pelosi puts it: the Ukrainian people are fighting the fight for their democracy and for ours as well. That's right, for ours as well. Without Ukrainian democracy, in other words, we can have no democracy here. If the Ukrainians aren't free, neither are we. We must make sure they can vote in Kiev so we can continue to vote in Kansas City. It's really that simple. And yet tonight, we regret to tell you that we have a problem. It looks like they're not going to be able to vote in Kiev anymore. And no, for once, it's not Putin's fault. Democracy in Ukraine seems to be suspended by the world's foremost democracy advocate himself, Field Marshal Zelensky. Watch this. So when you have an election, well, he says if we win, we'll let people vote. Otherwise, no. You vote when we feel like it, because ultimately we're completely in charge and make all the rules. Your job is to obey or be punished. That's our version of self-government. Self means me. But here's what's scary. I'm sure the Obama people inside the the Biden writers are like, what a great idea. Yeah. We're at war, too. We're at war with Ukraine. Oh, so, yeah, we can't. That's just how much easier. Just screw the whole 2024 thing. We're at war, so I am suspending all elections. I mean, seriously, guys, how long do you think it will be before they give that a shot, right? It's we're at war, so we can't question the government. We're at war, so we have to, like, let grown men ride naked in parades next to children because we're at war. We can't question that. We can't have parents talking at school board meetings because we're at war. Everybody's a domestic terrorist. I mean, I'm only kind of halfway joking. I could easily see somebody up there floating the idea, well, we're at war. Why don't we just cancel 2024? Well, but, 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 I thought the consultants would be upset. Well, not really. I mean, what you really have to do is do like the old Soviet Union and make election day a party, which they did. I mean, one of the happiest days because they'd give out more rationing for vodka and, and whatever else and just have it so rigged that the opposition gets two and a half percent and that's it. Well, fun. that's what we're doing now. I mean, we'll give them a bigger percent. We'll let Trump have 44% or whatever it is. And then the machines will do all the counting and, and we'll be all set. Right. Uh, they don't have to cancel things here in the U.S. The trouble in... You can still make their money. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a game. There's a little bit of suspense. I'm only halfway joking here. So, you know, maybe Trump will win. Um, because you do have to ask him to play a Tucker soundbite on that again in a second. they don't seem to be particularly worried. I mean, Biden keeps making these horrible mistakes. You even have reporters, at least, although they don't write about it, and they're, I mean, they're at least asking other, um, or asking Corinne, whatever her name is, you know, what about about this whole Hunter Biden, I'm sitting here next to my father, and you better send us the money. I mean, which she doesn't answer. Um, Refers it to the White House Council. I refer that to 
all hard questions are referred to the White House Counsel. All questions and what do the White House Counsel say? Oh, I can't tell you. Uh, you know, attorney-client privilege. privilege right, yeah. I really can't tell you. You know, and, and, but they don't seem, and I would agree with this, to be particularly worried about this. You would think, you know, previously that this would be kind of knocking Biden out, but it doesn't. I mean, I know some people think so, and some people think Gavin Newsom will come in, but I don't think so. And that's what really scares me, though, because... Um, the reason they don't is because, and that's why, you know, once again, Facebook and everybody's gearing up to start censoring stuff, question the election. It's the Democrats control things. They control it um, through legal means. They control it through highly questionable means. They control it through billionaires. I mean, you name it, they control it. And and Tucker Carlson gets at that too. If we could please play the Tucker soundbite number two. So a whistleblower produces a text message showing that Joe Biden was in the room with his son when his son was selling influence to an enemy power, the Chinese government. And ABC's take on it, Joe Biden is a father first, take it or leave it. What accounts for a response like that? Well, that's the way you talk when you've got nothing to fear from an upcoming presidential election. You don't even bother to think of an excuse for your candidate because you don't need to. Your country has electronic voting machines. Joe Biden got 81,282,916 votes in 2020, and you're pretty sure he can do it again. In fact, you know he can. You're not worried. And I mean, I think there is a lot of truth to that. Do you, you have the one where, where all these people are going, this whole thing proves one thing, that Joe Biden's a loving... No, I, I mean, oh, I, I didn't have that. Yeah, oh. that, was, that was the... the, the what's the, so the all, view? Well, but there's various other ones. There was somebody, uh, Nicholas Kristof, uh, from the New York Times was saying, you know, this is really about a love of a father for his son and and uh, all the other stuff. Well, it's going to be their excuse, right? That Hunter, because we'll play, Joe Biden denies now. Now, again, who knows? It's hard to tell with Joe Biden because he doesn't know what he's talking about either. But yeah, that's their thing. It's like Hunter was a crackhead, okay? Hunter's just a crackhead and that's why, and Joe is standing by him. This is the, the support that you need to show to, to a crackhead sex addict. Um, stand by the bribery. Yeah, potential pedophile. You just need to stand by him. now, And then invite him to state dinners, of course, enough to Camp well, David. Make sure that this guy, he's such a crackhead that he's serving on the board of Burisma. You've got all these emails. The guy sounds loopy and he sounds clearly, prop, you know, but he seems to be clear enough about how to get his money. He doesn't yeah, seem yeah. to be very confused about that. He said, I want the money tonight and I don't want to hear from some underling. If I need to hear from you guys or me oh, and my father. Chairman. Yeah, that you yeah, have sitting here. So, I mean, they can't have it both ways, right? Either Hunter Biden is is such an addict out of control that you can't believe anything he says. And well, all we can not. do is forgive him yeah. and, and stand by him. Joe Biden wasn't in the room. We know, oh, okay. That day it's been proven that he was at, uh, Hunter was at his dad's house. But that doesn't mean he was in the room. He could have been faking it. <laughs> they don't even say that. They just dodge the argument altogether and say, we need to be supportive of Hunter Biden. What yes. they've done is they've turned Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and into victim. victims. Yes. Hunter yes. Biden, guys, is the victim in all of this. We crazy conservatives have it backwards. And Joe Biden is a victim, too. He's mm-hmm. just a loving father, um, you know, trying to look out for his son and all of the mean conservatives. But here was Joe Biden. I mean, I'm, I'm sure his staff was like, oh, God. Well, first, as somebody pointed out, he said Putin's losing the war in Iran, um, Iraq, Iraq um, um, which is like, no, no, not, different, war. different war, different war. Um, and he's like, what year is this? Um, but so, some reporter shouted out to him, asking him, were you there sitting next to Hunter? And he answered. Um, so let's let's play the Biden soundbite. Are we 
find it, how involved were you in your son's tiny shakedown text message? Were you sitting there? Is were you involved? Uh, were you involved? Were you? No. That was a little crabby, wasn't it? Now, theoretically, that could be problematic, right? Well, it was a problematic. Well, okay, I'm, I'm saying theoretically. Theoretically, well, uh, yeah, because Hunter, Hunter's going to testify that he was. No, he's not. He said, yeah. "Oh, I was just exaggerating." Right, exactly. He, he was in the other room. He was, yeah, he was. He didn't. He didn't have any idea I was doing this. Um, and I'm, I'm guilty, but it's only because I'm a crackhead. Yeah, drugs. so drugs. So now, never mind that drugs are illegal, of course. So you know, and that was my choice. But yeah, I think you're right. They will blow that up. But I still bet they were like, they're not going to let him walk around any reporter lines for a while now until they explain to him, yeah, you can't talk uh, about I'm that. I'm sure he's been instructed not to, but sometimes he forgets. He does forget. Um, I mean, that rabbit, that bunny rabbit. Random all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's just you him there. So, you know, I, I, the sad thing is, and I know we talk a lot and we'll continue to talk a lot about election integrity, but I do think, well, the need for it, I guess, because that is crucial. That it, it does worry me that they don't seem to be that scared. Don't you? I mean, they want to yes. put Trump in prison, but they want to shut us up, right? I, I think yeah, Trump absolutely. is right on that. It's not Trump they're really after, it's us. Yeah. Um, but yeah. but in the meantime, you know, talk about Peter Strzok having an insurance policy. Yeah. This is the, they have the ultimate insurance policy, right. I think now, right. don't you think? I do. So what do we do about it? <laughs> Give up. <Yeah>. Or... <laughs> From Leo, how many pardons is Biden going to end up giving to the Bidens? Can he pardon, can he pardon himself? That's always a good question, probably. Yeah, I would pardon myself. I would pardon myself. In fact, I would just say every time I'd be like, oh, I pardon myself and everybody right away mm-hmm. automatically. So, um, OK, one other thing I wanted to talk about. We got plenty of time. Um, one other thing I wanted to talk about, guys, this is funny, but it's not so funny. This is the next COVID um, or COVID kind of thing. So Bill Gates, crazy Jeffrey Epstein tied billionaire has been pushing and funding and involved in the development of a malaria vaccine. Malaria is bad, bad, bad. So we need a vaccine. Okay. Um, So he's been pushing for that. Coincidentally, um, Bill Gates in 2021 released, this this is not a joke, billions of genetically modified mosquitoes. What are they modified for? um, To fight disease. I know, but but how were they modified? Well, so they can... were modified so that they cannot breed and they have little fluorescent paint things on them so they can track them, which is stupid because mosquitoes don't live very long, right? Or what if you splatted one? So these mosquitoes, the EPA assured us, are perfectly safe. Yes. Perfectly safe for humans. Perfectly safe for humans. Billions of them, genetically modified. I don't know why they had to release them to fight the disease. I guess they were going to eat the other mosquitoes or something. I'm not sure. Mate with them. Well, but they can't made i guess it can't reproduce i don't know that much about mosquito romantics so i'm not really sure what's all involved (laughs) in that i'm not sure do they they have gender dysphoria right uh... but at any rate i'm not up to speed on that but at somehow or another this is going to fight disease so they release billions of genetically modified mosquitoes in florida and Texas, red states, by the way, but they release them in Florida and Texas. Well, guess what the CDC is now telling us? For the first time ever in 20 years, well, in 20 years, 20 years, in 20 years, there has been an outbreak of malaria in people who have not traveled to other countries where they have malaria in the United States. And you get $10 from Chuck if you can guess which two states the malaria is occurring in. Mm. That's right. 
Texas, and Florida. So the same two states where Bill Gates was working on a malaria vaccine, thank by God. the way, thank goodness he must be, who knew that there was going to be always Gates. ahead of his time, ahead of his time, Bill Gates, once again. So in 2021, Bill Gates releases billions of genetically modified mosquitoes in Florida and Texas. Fast forward to 2023. And all of a sudden, malaria for the first time, really in a generation is breaking out in Florida and Texas, but not to worry because Bill Gates is this close to having a malaria vaccine. And guess what else works for uh, malaria? Hydra. Chloroquine. Yeah. Uh-huh. But can't use that. Nope. Nope. Need to use Bill's Bill's mosquito vaccine. Um, yeah. Chuck says he could, um, a, a lab in Wuhan, of course, there you go. Um, it's, uh, they could feed him Bud Light. Um, from Charlene, you crossed the Rubicon so many times, I'm dizzy. Um, Julie, you were correct. It's funny, but not funny. Well, and here's my prediction. So, I mean, look at, I mean, there's money, right? And big pharma is money. Think what a perfect kind of COVID thing mosquitoes would be, right? We were out at the golf, we spent two days in the golf tournaments. Rev and well, Chuck and I are covered with mosquitoes. Me last a- even even with mosquito bites. Even with bugs. So yeah. maybe these are the genetically they modified ones. I don't care about that stupid bug spray. <laughs> yeah. In fact that attracts them. That attracts them. So you can get more bites. But I mean, think how perfect that would be, right? It's like all of a sudden we've got mosquitoes I mean, where'd the malaria come from? It had to come from freaking mosquitoes. Thank God Bill Gates has a vaccine. Mosquitoes don't so, so what's wrong with genetically modifying mosquitoes? I mean, what, well, what happens is, is that the mosquitoes bite animals that have malaria and then carry the bat malaria to humans. They don't generate it itself. Well, that's what the genetic... They can do it on their own. They can be malaria. Just like COVID, theoretically, came from bats and everybody. And they're like, let's just cut out that whole animal thing. Let's just go straight to infecting people. Look how well that worked. I mean, I'm only, once again, halfway joking there. I mean, it's perfect. Mosquitoes are pretty much in every state, right? I mean, talk about not being able to go outside in a lockdown. We'll have to wear like hazmat nets or something like that before the kids can go to school um, so that they don't get bit by a mosquito. The and teachers union you know about this? Now they're getting on it. And so, you know, next time, if you go outside, you could be killing grandma because you too could get bit by a mosquito, get malaria and give it to your grandmother. And we certainly don't want to be- Give it to a teacher. Who could give it to a teacher, who we certainly don't want to be fooling around with that hydra- the, Chloroquine. Yeah, chloroquine, which is effective against malaria. No, no, no. I mean, maybe I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I mean, would you be shocked if in two years they're like oh we need to lock down malaria mass they tried to get monkeypox but that was too weird yeah. right that was that was too weird and kind of very specific in how it was transmitted but mosquitoes they're everywhere and just think of it now you know you get a cough i mean people cough the other day i was at a store and i coughed and the woman went like that yeah. i'm like i don't have covid um i just it's know? allergies um maybe so that would be nice so now you get a mosquito bite you see somebody with a mosquito bite you're like oh you know you get a mosquito bite you can't go outside so i wouldn't wouldn't be overwhelmingly shocked if they try that. Do you think the next? And then Bill Gates magically comes to the rescue. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Ian Zuckerberg. That's right. Um, Jim, that sounds like a raid commercial. Oh, and then they're from Charlene. Oh, they will just show the boy mosquitoes a picture of Rachel Levine. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and then from Charlene, and then there could be the perception that there is a there is malaria loose. 
um, um, he who controls the narrative, which becomes perception, which then becomes truth, rules the world. It's exactly. Um, and, you know, Bill Gates isn't stupid. <laughs> you know, he needs there isn't he, he wants to come up with a vaccine um, uh, for malaria. Tragically, we have conquered malaria in the United States. Wow. Um, and so it's like, well, I know that's just genetically modify a few mosquitoes billions of mosquitoes release them in these Nothing awful red states did not see jurassic park really right in jurassic park they said oh no these dinosaurs cannot breed and they're like oh except for that little frog dna mm-hmm. that allows for like non-breeding reproduction <laughs> oh i forgot to mention that we put that in there i mean how do they know what the mosquitoes with the little frost um, floss, uh, glow in the dark paint on them. So, what is, so you're telling me there's some scientists like wandering around with like little, I don't know, <laughs> glow in the dark glasses or something like that, looking to see if the mosquitoes have gone to other states. I don't know. I just think it is interesting that the very two places, the only two places where Bill Gates released the genetically modified mosquitoes a couple of years later, all of a sudden had malaria outbreaks where there haven't been any for a generation. Oh, no, no, you're not going to see that on CNN, MSNBC. In fact, to do the research, it took me a while to find it. I can tell you, if you Google it, you don't find it. You don't find the connection at all. If you Google it, it's kind of hard to get to that. For most of my life, for being a kid up to, I don't know what age, my news information came from the New York Times and the three major networks. That's where I got my news. And so, assuming I had continued that that way, I mean, I'd just been, what Russian hoax? What do you mean that stupid la- disinformation laptop? I mean, mm-hmm. no. And we're going to be banned now for talking about the mosquitoes. Yeah. From Sandra, we who live in Southern Colorado are in big trouble. We have tons of mosquitoes and other creepy crawly bugs here. Sure, I mean the mosquitoes are going to probably give it to them too. Um, from Charlene, fear brings about transfer of wealth, which brings about total control. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, and again, mosquitoes are everywhere, right? You can't you can't avoid mosquitoes. You get you know you, and how, how many times have we had this happen? You bet it. I like here. the Rachel Levine. Yeah, plan. <laughs> we could show just put posters of her all over the place <laughs> oh, no, on all the swamps. <laughs> um, from Charlene, what about the Supreme Court ruling on election laws? Didn't they oh, fold? Oh, yes, of course they did. You want to explain that? No, they just say, can you do racial gerrymandering? Gerrymandering. Gerrymandering and also the concept that legislatures determine and it's not up to the courts uh, to decide at all in the Supreme Court. Drop those down in a 63 vote. So, you know, here we go again. Everything will be objected to saying, well, blacks got gerrymandered or transgenders got gerrymandered or whatever else there is. It's it's the Supreme Court, is, as always, you know, if they push hard enough with all the charges of corruption, that it has an effect. Well, that's true. Yeah, that that's true. And then, you know, protesting and threatening and things like that. Yeah. Well, and speaking of that, kind of finally for the day, and we're hopping all over the place, but there's a lot going on. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of it's Project 65, right? Yes. This is a, you know, the, the Soros type funded ultra progressive project to go after lawyers who have anything to do with Trump or conservatives and to try to get them disbarred, kicked out, um, kicked out of, you know, and basically yeah. threatening them and saying, if you take on these kind of conservative cases, if you take on Trump cases, um, we'll make sure that your law firm is boycotted, blackballed, and you're, we'll disbarred. Do and you're disbarred. And that's what's going on with John Eastman. John right. Eastman was a CU professor, was fired from CU. Um, John Eastman, and we've talked, well, you work with John Eastman on the opt-out stuff, yeah, right? Absolutely. On uh, January 6th, that whole January 6th thing, John Eastman, 
was is a constitutional lawyer. Um, and he was advising the president and the vice president in terms of what their options were concerning um, certifying the vote, basically. Right. right. I mean, and that's all. He wasn't saying, I think we should have everyone storm the Capitol, particularly anyone who's wearing horns, but no shirt. Those people in particular should go first. I mean, he didn't say anything like that. He was just simply explaining, well, here are your options. So right now what's going on in California, eight day trial, eight day trial to disbar him. To, and what I mean, what's the basis for disbarring? I by mean, giving, by giving such feloniously bad advice to the president, they endangered the country. And it was, I mean, it was clear. I mean, we've talked to him about it. He, this is years ago, right? He, and he explained, no, here's what we did. I, you know, it was my job. I was his lawyer. I was to say, here as a constitutional attorney, this is my interpretation of what the, con- which is, and it wasn't even crazy or anything like that, right? I mean, it was pretty straightforward. It's like, well, here's what you can do. Here's what you cannot do. Um, and for that, they're trying to disparage him. Now, unlike the traitor, I'm sorry, but the traitor, Jenna Ellis. You, who, can you blame her? I mean, they said they were going to burn her at the stake, so she had to recant. She right. I mean, so they, but they went after her, oh, yeah. right? They went after Rudy Giuliani, yeah. um, and they threatened them, and they threatened their livelihood unless they back yeah. off. And she did. Yeah. She now supports DeSantis, um, yeah. which I don't. I bet he doesn't hire her to be the lawyer. That's I mean, she, yeah, she's she's not particularly trustworthy. But or I mean, a very good lawyer. But that's a, that's an insidious thing, and it's really concerning how corrupt the legal and how corrupted the legal system has become. So they're like, if you happen to find a scrupulous lawyer out there, one with ethics, then you have this Project 65, which is heavily funded and is going after in every state anyone who, um, again, was involved in anything involving Trump, anything who would be anyone who would be involved in challenging election laws. Right. So everybody's going to get their license in Florida. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Well, but I mean, but if you have a license in Florida, you can't necessarily practice in Colorado, can you? Federal, federally, you can, or with Pro Hoc Vice, a local council. Okay, but if you have, where you're going to, but I mean, the point is, where you're going to get a local council? That's I mean, true. they'll I, disbar him. Yeah, they'll, they'll just disbar them. I mean, so that's what they're trying to do to a cut off all avenues. So when Tucker they'll goes give back, credit to they just they just are utterly unscrupulous, and Republicans are utterly weak, and it's just so. So awful to be on the weak side of things. Right. The um, From Charlene, the Eastman case is straight up Marxist. Jenna Ellis recanted on that, didn't she? Yes, she did. Didn't she help set precedent by recanting and folding? Sydney did not fold. No, Sydney did not fold. Sydney, I think, shut up. And I think actually, if you read... Defending the Republic is a newsletter. You can go to her website. It's a pretty good newsletter she puts out. Yeah, um, and she has, I think, hearings coming up on hers, but mm-hmm. she has not folded. And from Sandra, there are tons of lawyers out there. Hopefully, there are enough with ethics to fight this BS. Oops, forgot the assholes that are graduating Harvard, Princeton, Stanford, Georgetown. Yeah, there are enough who don't want to. <laughs> God bless you. Thank but you. when you know that they're going to come after you, and and the thing is, is most the problem you have is if you get a law firm, the, you know, the law firm doesn't particularly care, right? What? Um, the law firm cares about the law firm, not, I hate to say this because you were in law firms, a big law firm. Like, let's take Brownstein. Brownstein, they're not particularly overwhelmingly concerned with ethics, yeah. right? They're particularly overwhelmingly concerned with money. That's so if you were- And a human enterprise. Yeah. And if you were to go to Brownstein, hey, I want to I fight election. I know we represent Dominion, by the way, but I want to go ahead and challenge some of our election yeah. fraud here. Do you think Brownstein people would say, Chuck, 
That's so brave of you. Go well, ahead. That's in theory what Chris Murray did, but maybe not. But, but, well, yeah, maybe not. Hey, that's going to wrap it up for us. Thank you to everybody on Zoom um, and to Thomas at BBS. Um, you can catch all of our shows at chuckandjulie.com. Follow us on Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. Um, on Friday, I think we're going to have an, another guy who has written a book, Jamie Glasnow, talking about the, uh, more of Barack Obama's legacy, because I think that's important. That's important. important. Yeah. yeah. That's important. And so start partying before Friday, leading up to party Friday. Lead up party Thursday. Party Thursday. <laughs> or golf Thursday. That's yeah, for you, Terrell. Right. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you on Friday. Bye-bye. Take care.